And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a writer and actress who's rated by Uber drivers as DTH, down to hug. It's Allie Ward. Chef Jeff is here to make Pennsylvania calamari, which is just deep-fried pig sphincters. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Hello, my little Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Welcome to another Thursday show. I would like to thank Patreon subscriber Megan Bailey for that excellent carb. I take my carbohydrate submissions from Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for all that fun stuff. But don't worry, I'll do a proper plug for it later in the show. I would like to say hello to everyone. Hello and welcome back, Allie Ward. Oh, it's so good to be back. I know that you just did an episode of your podcast, Ologies, about carbohydrates. Whole thing, glycobiology. We must, we must talk about it in addition to hair and other stuff because your hair is like on this, on a scale of zero to 10. Mm-hmm. 11. Yeah. yeah. I was going to go with 12 because I yeah, feel like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's more, it's a hundred right uh, now. There's, this- uh, there's, you have so much volume. It's the reason why David's not here tonight. <laughs> That's right. There just wasn't room. Yeah. yeah I will I will get to the lack of Honey Huntsburger. Hello, Daniel. <laughs> Hi there. I just realized that Allie's shirt matches my socks. What? Yep. Check it out. We're about Viewers to at home, just imagine. Sock. Just make check. Coordinated socks. Well, look at- Wait, lift your foot up higher so I can see it. Uh, what? We're talking fox socks right now. Fox wow. socks we and have- a fox shirt. Big time. Similarly colored fox apparel. Pattern. You guys, dimensions, the universe. <laughs> I Nothing know. is real. That's why uh, Honey Huntsberger couldn't be here. He didn't have a fox related patterned outfit. Were you here the night that Daniel called accidentally called him Honey? No. Yeah. Oh, I don't believe that is actually what happened. Well, okay, what happened? I believe I called you, honey, and everyone thought I was talking well, to him. Well, he asked the question, <laughs> and then you were answering, and you looked at me, and you're like, I don't know, honey, but it sounded like Aww. you were responding to I him. I believe there was an I don't know, period, honey. I don't care for that. But, but listen, <laughs> I fully embrace the idea of calling him honey, honey, well, because he it really fits. <laughs> 100%. He's 100%. America's sweetheart. In particularly, he, yeah. he's Nevada's sweetheart, but he belongs to all of America. I think there is a bill on the floor of the Nevada uh, State Senate to put him on the flag. Home means Nevada, home means hills, home means the sage and the pine, out where the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines. <laughs> that fool is eager. Virtual honey. is. <laughs> There's so much more of him than if actual him were here. Hello, Jeff Fox. Hi, Allison. Your voice sounds really good today. Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember what that was, but it just sounds like me. So I fucked up. I fucked up on a number of fronts lately. Um, All of them having to do with time management and scheduling, which is funny because usually it's Daniel who's not good at that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, No, it's just... No, it's true. But it's also me now. So I didn't confirm with David. Uh, and then when I went to send out an email saying like, hey, see you guys tonight. I was like, oh, shit. Um, I hope that I can just do the see you tonight. And he'll be like, oh, 
okay, great. I was planning on it. Anyway, we, I fucked up. Um, and then he was maybe going to be able to come. And this was all last minute. And then he couldn't because his girlfriend is under the weather and he has a bunch of work he has to do. And because she's under the weather, that means there's more puppy uh, wrangling for him. So we're just going to have to make do with Jeff's drops. Yeah, I've used them all in the first five minutes of the show, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. It's fine. I plan on hoarsely sobbing throughout most of the podcast. So just you guys go about your business. I'm just going to mourn his absence. Have we talked about the baby that has the soulful cry on this show? I feel like we have. But you said hoarsely sobbing and it just makes me think of him. Yeah. Yeah, There's a baby we know who wails like, like, like a, um, like a divorced woman. Yes, but like a divorced, but like someone, no, like like someone who's a newly widowed. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, like I just discovered the love of my life has died. Like <laughs> silent. It's like Michael it's, Corleone at the end of Godfather <laughs> Three on the stairs. Like no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty intense. Have you ever cried like that with neighbors and wondered mid horse sob if someone can hear you and how they feel about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I've I'm trying to remember there. when. I also know I had a coughing fit which I've talked about on the show, uh, my propensity for coughing fits at the wrong moment. But I had one in college and my the girl who lived in the room next to mine <clears throat> knocked on the door and handed me cough syrup. Wow. Which was thoughtful and also I don't I feel like she was like, get a grip. Yeah. yeah and it's like I also know what you've been talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm handing you the cough syrup, but right. really what I'm saying is don't cross me or I will spill your secrets. But also, I had to hear her having sex a lot. And it's, it sounded like this. Uh, she made this squeaky sound. Like, is that her just trying to keep it in because she knows you can hear? But it just I don't know what it was, but it... I was a virgin at this point, too. Maybe, she, maybe it wasn't her. Way, maybe so she was having sex with one of the littles. With, with were Beaker? You, were you like, that's what I have to look forward to? <laughs> I think I was like, I don't want to be hearing this. And and I, with no knowledge of anything, I could tell she was faking it. And, and that's or, what she thought it sounded like. She's like, me, 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 this, me, is, me. this is what guys want. <laughs> Maybe she was trying to hold in the sound she was making. I don't know. It was, it was very, like, she was performing and it was high pitched and it was very audible. And I... I didn't like it. Did you knock on the door with a copy of Our Bodies, Ourselves? <laughs> I thought you could use this. Yeah. Right. For him. Yeah. Um, no, I did not. I, I only ever now mention it on podcasts. Oh, good for you. Yeah. She's um, out there somewhere squeaking away. I should look her up and see what she's up to these days. So, let's see. What was I'm going- her name? <laughs> I was tempted to say because it was a name that at the time I had never heard. Pune Basarpu. <laughs> Not Pune. At the time I was unfamiliar with it and now it's become a more popular name and there's someone with this name on a popular TV show. What? A character. That's all I'm going to say. Daenerys. And also Matt Nathanson who's going to be my musical... No, it's not Daenerys. Has anyone met a Daenerys? I have not. People will meet a Daenerys in yeah. about... You know, a few years, probably. Um, I don't even know what show that's from. That sounds like a car part. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh, shit. All I'm those so names behind are, yeah. on that. I had the, the dragon mama. Who's the dragon mama? Daenerys. Daenerys. 
Oh, is she the dragon? Amelia daughter? Clark. Yes. yes. Oh, oh, she was sitting behind me in a play. Did I tell you the story? No. no. I went to a seven-hour-long play what? about what? AIDS. It was... Uh, <laughs> is it Angels in America? Of course it was. Are okay. there any is other... Is that seven hours? I didn't... It is seven hours. I thought I was getting I punked. had no idea it was that long. Neither did I, sir. <laughs> Neither did I. Were... I feel like they should really let you know that. I found out the day of. I went in London. They want to make you feel like you have AIDS. <laughs> it was one of those things where it was an immersive theatrical experience. Let me tell you, it was forever. But um, and then there there were like fifteen minute breaks, like every couple of hours. It was just, it was like you kind of felt like it was like art, but also kind of like jury duty a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> so this really beautiful woman was sitting behind me, and I I said to my companion at the time, I was like, "She's that girl's got really good lips. Is that weird to notice?" And he's like. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, he finally looked at her. He's like, that's the girl from Game of Thrones. She was sitting behind me the whole time. Amelia Clark. Whole time. Yeah. She's so pretty. She is very pretty. I wanted to touch her. She's when was, very pretty. She's little though, right? Is she, yes. She's good tiny. And she's she was tiny. wearing shoes that looked too ugly to be inexpensive. Like she was, oh, you right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you're taking risks. You must be famous. Anyway. Um, that's but, what I should, I should claim that my ugly shoes are like, oh, these are... I got these straight from, these are haute couture. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even sound right coming out of my mouth. Uglier the better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those weird PVC um, clear shoes people are wearing. Wait, are people wearing jellies again? No, they're like shoes made out of plastic. They're like Cinderella slippers. Yes. The and glass you, slippers. you can see when they heat up and get steamy. So expensive. Anyway. Is that part of the design or is it just like, eh, your foot is hot so it's like, foot sweat it's like hey no immediately when you're getting athlete's foot yeah that's that it's that anyway so daenerys i didn't know that was her name but she's real pretty (laughs) so how was the seven hour play oh boy um hmm. yeah was was it worth it (sighs) i don't know how to answer it sounds like kind of a no i think it's not a yes. It's not a yes. You can see it on TV, right? I would have watched it on TV. But also, it was like... Well, they did it for HBO, didn't they? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. but it, Oh, it, you mean literally you can. It was like... It was all British actors playing Americans, kind of, and there was a lot of screaming. Um, it was just... It was intense, This y'all. was recently? Cause this I know was like a few months ago. Yeah, because I know... <laughs> I saw an ad. Trump said something like, where's my... What's that guy? Uh, Nate Cohn? Roy Cohn. Roy, Roy Cohn. Yeah. And then... The people who were putting on that play said, he's here. And it's because he's in the play because I guess he had gotten AIDS. Yes. So he's a character in that. So it was like a clever reaction to the... Well, that's a good PR spin. I know. They're like, all right. Nothing like spinning a a political uh, foe and AIDS into one fire tweet. (laughs) Man, man. (laughs) Yeah, it was intense, you guys. I was starving. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was in London for like two days and I spent most of it just watching that play. Phantom of the Opera is like, why didn't he say, where's my Phantom of the Opera? Because then we could say... <laughs> he's here and he's yeah. now in Coney Island in the that, sequel. Did right. you guys know, Daniel knows, did Jeff and Allie, did you know there's a sequel to Phantom of the Opera? There's not. There is. Well, it's called not. Love and, Never Dies. And it's written by Same Andrew Same people. Webber. Yes. I listened to like three bars of the of the soundtrack and I said, I'm in. This came up when I was on Jimmy Pardo's subscribers only podcast because he is also a fan, uh, I think. Of so Phantom or Love Never Dies? Of Phantom. And he's intrigued by the idea of Love Never Dies. To me, it's like, I'm sure it's terrible, but it's like, it'll be a spectacle no matter what because they 
I'm sh- the first one was a spectacle, and they have to follow that up. So I'm I'm in. Does he take the mask off? Is it like full frontal? Like take <laughs> no, you have to off? on a sequel. You have to be more. So it's like twi- it's a full mask now. Whoa! Full. <laughs> now yeah. he's covering up the good side of his mm-hmm. face too. <laughs> I just am amused by the fact that they took them from the Paris Opera House to Coney Island. Really, I can't wait to see how that really ha- does how not have down. the same mystique as no. the Paris Opera. <laughs> Can you imagine just rolling up there with just like a corn dog yeah. and like a giant <laughs> Pepsi? A huge set piece at Nate's Hot Dogs. <laughs> um, I know. They're I riding imagine roller coasters in the denouement. Right. The, the, the final scene is the hot the dog roller eating coaster. contest. <laughs> or, the, or the roller coaster comes off the tracks and into <gasps> the audience. Dun, 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 like the chandelier. That would be great. Um, okay. So I'm going to be at Sketchfest January 13th. I'm doing my show at 4 p.m. at the Gateway Theater. Allie and I have been texting about the hair situation mm-hmm. in San Francisco because I needed to know, would you say it's more humid in San Francisco or less humid in, L- in San Francisco than L.A.? Because I have memories of being in San Francisco and thinking, my hair looks really good here, but it doesn't make sense given the fog. Uh, what month were you there? Um, October is the only good I feel, month. I think it was October. Yeah, that's the only time the weather's good. Yeah. You slipped in in like a narrow window where it's there's not visible water in the air because mm-hmm. most of the time it's so humid there you see it there's fog everywhere right and your hair is like i'm free and it just gets as big as it wants to get it's so exciting everyone's freezing all the time i love it there i love that it's i great. know i love it there you I, don't need sunscreen really i mean you do i mean you do but, but yeah you do you but less so, you don't. less so than here. <laughs> yeah. I spent years thinking that I don't hear. Yeah. Oh, I've just, I know I've just woman. started. I'm all about sunscreen now. Get it. I'm all about sunscreen, skincare, all the things. I'm not going to grow old gracefully. I've actually, this is a gross thing to admit because it just, I want people to know that I think about things other than myself. But lately, I also think about the fact that um, I just feel like I'm aging overnight and all of a sudden, all these things that I'm like, oh, that's not that's not for me. Like, I don't know, maybe I lift and the this thing and the this and the this and the injections and the, all that stuff, which I haven't done any of it. And I think instead of actually doing any of it, I'm just going to talk about my feelings about it on the podcast because that's what I do. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do like a laser treatment or something. We can I have a know. Botox party and we can all. That's bo- so us. Did you ever, did you hear when uh, there was some Botox parties and fillers parties where they were just injecting like straight antifreeze into people's like actual faces where they're like, that's why it was cheap. No, but I've heard about weird stuff being injected into your butt Mm -hmm. in Brazil. Yeah, Brazil, they'll do whatever. And there was that guy that was injecting concrete. That's what I'm thinking of. (gasps) But that was here in America, I think. Concrete? Mm -hmm. Into what? A butt. Into butt fillers. Into a butt? Yeah. Who wants a concrete but no, they didn't want that <laughs> that was <laughs> okay. the problem all right <laughs> he got yeah very that's a hard pass <laughs> i will tell you um so i was i was i mentioned when i came in i was stranded in a variety of places over this winter break it just marooned in a forest and an airport mm-hmm. and a chicago a forest i was i was in i drove through a forest and right in front of me there was a head-on collision with a with a car and a tree and then, so I had to stop. Jesus. And then I was just kind of stranded in the forest for like an hour. Everyone seemed to be okay. But then, so then it was too dark to keep driving. So I just had to spend the night in the Wh- forest. What state was this forest in? This is in California. Okay. This is in Yosemite. So I, I just kept getting all these delays. Like, And then I, I was on my way to New York this past week. And the bomb cyclone was happening. 
And I was like, okay, the bomb cyclone is supposed to hit exactly when I landed JFK. This can't be. So I kept waking up in the middle of the night. I was like, are we on for this? Mm-hmm. Airlines like, yeah, bring it. We're totally gonna fly there. I'm on the plane, buckling my seat. I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, we're totally flying there. Anyway, somewhere over Chicago, they were like, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, and then we just landed in Chicago for two days. <laughs> they just closed the airport. Anyway, so I was marooned a lot. Did I they was, put you up in Chicago at least? Um, I think that I was there for work, so work had to do it. And I just okay. stayed in a hotel, like a, I, I just like a gross little hibernating mouse. <laughs> but there is this, I met in the airport, one of the airports, a DP who is talking to me about the people he shoots and about how one particular woman, early 40s, how after vacation, she's easier to light. And when she's stressed out and not sleeping enough, she's a bitch to light. And she looks haggard. And so he was giving me tips on how not to look haggard. Okay, what are they? And what kind of, what is he a DP on? I don't know. It's just like movie shows. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Wait, but was this was this someone famous that he told you whose name you can't no. say? Or, oh, no, no, no. Just was, a woman. Yeah. Just, just, a, just a random aging lady. Yeah, just a random <laughs> female. Haggard, stressed yeah. woman with hormones. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, so what are the tips? So he said that after she got back from a Caribbean vacation, she was a breeze to light. She looked stunning. Network was so happy. And then they flew her around a bunch and she was tired, didn't drink enough water, Mm. wasn't eating right, Mm -hmm. and wasn't sleeping. And he could tell just like a month later that she she looked like garbage. And so he was telling me, he's like, you got to make sure that you sleep enough and drink water for the love of the people who have to look at you. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, that is so intense. And I've tried to drink water more since then. I know you. I am all I'm also trying to drink water, except I do have one of my cherry sodas in front of me. Um, but your water bottle makes my water bottle look like those tiny Tabasco bottles next to a real size Tabasco. Water can yeah. suck a dick. That's how I feel about it. I really have been trying to drink it more, but um, oh, yeah. God. One more thing about my face and then we'll move on. Yeah. I think what's happening is I'm, because com- I'm like, holy shit, pregnancy really did a number on me. But I think I'm comparing me now to me before pregnancy, which now it's like two years ago. Right. Um, so as opposed to like looking at me all throughout. Anyway. Um, also, like, you have no wrinkles in no, your No, but I do. But I, thank you. But anyway, I said something like, like, I, I, like I've got all these wrinkles to my mom. And she's like, no, I think you just, you're just tired. And it shows how that was early in having a baby. Mm-hmm. However, now there's, n- I've definitely got more sleep. And it's like it's not going away. So I don't think it's just fatigue. How much do you sleep a night? I try. Okay. Lately, I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping again. I had a lifetime of trouble sleeping, like very, like up a thousand times in the night. And then magically after having a baby, my sleep totally changed. At the beginning, you don't sleep at all. But then once it got to the point where we could actually sleep a little bit, all of a sudden I was like, really i was getting up early really tired by the time i went to bed sleeping soundly not getting up and thinking i'm gonna have a snack which is a thing that like has been plagued me for years um both like at both just i can't sleep i'm gonna have a snack or the thing that's like harder to deal with holy shit what did i eat last night that thing of like forgetting about it until i see something in the morning um so it's like somewhere in between an eating disorder and a sleep disorder 
so anyway, all of that was gone. I was like, it's magic. Like I'm sleeping like a normal person again. And then just a few weeks ago, like all the old sleep behaviors have come back and I don't know what's going on. Do you I, remember making a snack? You remember all of it? Um, it's like a flash. Wow. Nibbles. Yeah. I've, I've given this person a name, Nibbles McGee. I've now... I'm Nibbles. I've now asked Daniel to help rein in Nibbles. So if he hears me or sees me in the kitchen, come in and, and ask... I was to give you like math, a math quiz. Yeah. I said... Well, first I said to gently say to me, hey, honey, I think you don't want to be doing this. Or but something. not in a way that would make you feel It would judged. shame me. Right. <laughs> and then I said, I said, just ask me to do a math problem because I can't do math when I'm sleeping right. or sleepwalking. Well, you, 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 Turns out I can, though. we had a safe though. word and I'm like, the problem is you would know the safe word. <laughs> so that doesn't work. So you, you, that, the next night you go to bed and I'm in the living room. And she she comes in after an hour or so. That's, like, it usually happens like an hour yeah. or three hours after. I go she comes to in. Sleep. She goes. I just want you to know that if this is approved, <laughs> this is approved. Th- th- this is okay. Like Allison has approved this this uh, wake. <laughs> what? So your override button is yeah. that intense? Wait, I said this is approved. Yeah, this is approved. I did not say that. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I still, I was like, all right, what's seven times eight minus three? You know, and then right. you figured it out. No, no, it was seven times eight plus five. And uh-huh. I was like, 61, making a snack. 61, <laughs> I just earned a snack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then in the morning, I was like, damn it. <laughs> so how, so you're not in full control of your faculties while you're no, doing this? No, no. That's so intense. It's freaking me out. Are you Pretty on scary. Ambien? When you're doing it? No. Because that I, happens with Ambien, apparently. Yeah, no. No, but I was... It's fine. Doctors have signed off on it. I was taking a little bit of Xanax. Okay. And at the beginning, I was like, this is a magical the magical thing that's allowing me to sleep. Um, and both my therapist and my, like, my whole mental team, they're totally on board with it. <laughs> they're like, it's fine. You know, they, it's very much be monitored um but i've actually so i was like i feel like the xanax is putting even though no one even though it's rare that it would create a dissociative state Mm -hmm. and also like they're surprised that i could be after taking it that i'm like up that fast right um so i don't know what's going on but um one night i didn't take it and i didn't do it that night and i also like barely slept so, um, I do think it's allowing it a little more. So that's why I think I've got to just stop taking it. Have you considered an exorcism at all? Is it possible <laughs> that there's something that's paranormal with this? I think there's Could just, be. I think I'm just, there's just someone who's hungry. <laughs> Are you eating enough before you No, I'm not. I mean, I'm especially like, I'm especially restricting right now just because I'm like, if I can just get back to my pre-pregnancy weight before San Francisco, which is like not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be that person who's like, look, you guys, it's me. There's a little more of me and I accept that. And that's just how it is. But first you would have to accept it. Yeah. So there's all sorts of crazy happening over here. It's Allison approved. <laughs> I don't believe I really said that. You didn't say Allison approved. You just said you were like, this is approved. This is okay. <laughs> I, don't believe I, really, yeah. I really said that word. Oh my That's, god! 
What if you're possessed by the ghost of Chef Boyardee? Mm. Maybe I am. Or Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man. I think it's carbs. I So here's like the 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 crazy not this is not actually not the craziest thing. It's all crazy. Um but this Nibbles thing, like the name Nibbles McGee, like that's been a thing on the podcast and in our marriage for, for a long time. Um and that's how I like jokingly refer to this creature that comes out late at night. But anyway, one night I walked into the kitchen and I thought, this isn't like this is okay. This is not the normal night eating because I am bringing Allison, or I don't know if it was I'm bringing Nibbles with me or I'm bringing Allison with me, but it was like, like this is some real dream logic. This is logic. the beginning of schizophrenia. Like, I was like, it's okay because I'm coming, like, it's Allison is escorting Nibbles as opposed to, like, if it was Nibbles and I'd left Allison in bed. How weird is that? I get it. I get it. It's just it. dream thoughts. But how how annoying is that that you, it's like having a bad habit and you don't even get to enjoy it? doing it you know what i mean or like having it or indulging in something that you don't even get to do you're like oh man my sleep alter ego got to enjoy all that and Uh, but also right so your sleep alter ego gets the eating and you get the calories exactly if you if if it all went to nibbles and went away when you showed back up nibbles is a dick yeah it's not even it's not even decadent. Like I'm making healthy choices in the middle of the night. So then there's part. It's like at this point, it's just like oh, I just want to control this thing. You know. Did you talk about what you wrote down as having eaten in the middle of the night? One no. Time? That's how I fully knew that I wasn't awake. I wrote down that I ate baby <laughs> baby sunscreen and it was 11 calories. <laughs> <laughs> but are you sure you didn't eat I don't, baby sunscreen? I don't, and that it was 11 calories. The, it was, <laughs> Oh my god! You need to. Ha- you should be the pilot of like a research study. This is amazing. Oh, for sure. So my therapist told me to keep a notebook by my bed. Like she's like, have you ever you know journaled your insomnia? Keep a notebook by your bed, and when you when you wake up and can't sleep, just write down the thoughts. So the other night it was just like you know one eighteen hungry, two thirty hungry, three thirty can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> really and then didn't. doodles of my face with a gun to the head <laughs> no, or that like was a it. knife in my that oh. was the night that i barely <laughs> i did barely slept but i also like didn't eat anything but i just was like up most of the night because it's like mm-hmm. here's here's the thing either i'm so awake that i am in control but i'm not sleeping or i'm sleeping and have like lost a bit of control lost control i don't know what the happy medium is i think it's to be so sleepy that i'm actually just sleeping through the night yeah i think the happy medium is to be asleep <laughs> right <laughs> i think with you even when you're asleep you tend to have very shallow sleep yeah like you don't go into deep sleep you're you're easily woken up um like i can sleep through anything i literally every night have a dog snoring loudly in my ear right in my ear and i it doesn't affect me and you if that doesn't work for you so I know, and like, I even sleep with earplugs, and I've started... It's like the trick for you is more like, how do we get you to sink into a deeper sleep? Yeah, I don't know. Then you get into... Like, that might keep you asleep, rather than... Not through drugs, though. Well, I was hoping it would be through drugs. I know, because I'm like, well, either can, maybe I just addicting. need to up the dose, or just not take it at the all. The problem with drugs is how addictive they can be, but... Yeah. Uh, the sleep drugs, but... But yeah, like that... I'm going to try Benadryl. Yeah, something because it's like whatever. Like if you were to have the sleep waves, yours are high and they need to be low. But 
so I've now started doing something that I used to do when I couldn't sleep, which is come out in the like in whenever I just can't sleep anymore in bed and just sleep on the couch. And then I'll fall asleep out here and like two hours will go by and it's cooler out here. I think it might be too warm in there, and I think there's maybe it's a all lot of the snoring. covers and the heat blanket and everything. that I <laughs> insist on using in the electric fan. I don't know. What about melatonin or valerian I've, or any of those? I've tried melatonin. Okay, that didn't. That was when I went to a hypnotherapist for help with this. Like I've really, I've okay. really tried um, melatonin. Though you have to take earlier. Say if you want to go to sleep by ten or eleven, you have to take it at eight thirty or nine because oh. oh, it sort of okay. puts your mind in the cycle of oh, it's getting to be bedtime. It's not like a sleeping pill where it's just not. Sure. Yeah. Ugh. Then I took it at the wrong time. Try How do you sleep, Allie Ward? I'm the worst. I'm the worst at. I'm the best at sleeping, so I'm the worst at just functioning. So but tell I, me yeah. more. Okay, so I feel like I've told you guys this, but I've you I, mentioned it on. I think on the one-on-one, right. the story that I think you're about to tell. I just fall asleep wherever, all the time. Like, I will get on a plane, I'll fall asleep before we take off, and I'll be like, Whoa. Like, I fall asleep with the lights on, laptop open. I've done this since I was 15, probably. I would go, like, I would fall asleep at parties. I would fall asleep, like, in gothic industrial clubs with, like, oh, yes. skinny puppy blaring and, like, cyber goth stomping all around me i just be like nate nate <laughs> and it's the worst and i've fallen asleep i'm my bed and my or my bathroom my couch maybe six feet away from each other i have fallen asleep on the couch gone up to go to the bathroom brush my teeth and just midway just been like uh-uh and just That's fallen it. asleep on the floor fall asleep in laundry piles fell asleep on the bathroom floor with my head on a scale that's very tired. I get so tired and I just, it's one of those things where I'm like, that doesn't happen to everybody. Have you been doing this since you were a kid? Since I was like 15, probably. Like it was when I remember it being like people laughing at me at like, you know, being in like, hanging out, your friends are smoking pot, playing magic, and then Allie's asleep. <laughs> just you, like. Now, do you get a full night's sleep and this is just in addition to it or are you sort of sleep deprived? And- just sleep deprived all the time. Yeah. Like last night I was up until four in the morning, fell asleep with the lights on, my laptop open, yeah. woke up at 10 and was like, fuck, and then just started working. Yeah. So I just like I went, I was in Chicago, went like 20, I think I slept two hours and then I had a 27 hour work day and then got home, that went to bed it. at six in the morning. Just it's just bad schedule, and I just don't ever believe that I deserve sleep. I never think I deserve it. It's like this really fucked up mental thing where I'm like, I could do more stuff, I could do more stuff, and instead I'm just scrolling on like Twitter. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. And yeah. your body's like, and we're going to sleep now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I just over. like collapse. But it's so I don't know. I have no advice for you because I'm like that's the one thing I can just do at a drop of a hat. But I have heard that Valerian root is like a good thing to take it smells like a turd it's just hmm. the stinkiest thing ever that doesn't well, is it a tea or it's a pill you can do it as a tea or drops or whatever but or as um, a turd you can actually get it as a turd. <laughs> ground you, you, you put it in your butt finely ground turds capsules it's delicious um but there's this thing called tranquinil that's an herbal thing it stinks but when you take it you just go into dreamville like that a, sounds good like never-ending story dark crystal like who am i you wake up and you're like had a whole nother life that's pretty good that and, sounds interesting but see now i'm afraid of things things that in the past i would be like I would like to try something that will make me sleep. Now I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's just gonna make me. It's just gonna. It's just gonna uh, liberate nibbles. nibbles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like Ambien would. 
Yeah. Uh, from what I know about Ambien. But, oh, yeah. People wake up yeah. just doing all kinds of stuff on Ambien. Right. Yeah. The, it's only lately that I've started being worried. Like, how do I know I'm not going to do something? I don't know what I would like. I don't think I would actually drive or anything. But um, have you tried being shackled to the bed? I suggested that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Just Velcro you in. Maybe you need a crib. <laughs> and a And a baby monitor uh-huh. or a hyperbaric uh. chamber one of those things the olympians sleep in is that what they sleep like in <gasps> they sleep in those chambers it's that like reduces the oxygen levels so their blood oxygenates <gasps> really it simulates wait is it living high- at high altitudes oh. we'll have to take care of wendy because she's crazy crazy <laughs> she just came back from a walk and zipped around oh she's so excited i wonder oh my god she's Zipping, zip, 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 zip. And she's soaking wet. Oh, yeah, it's raining out there. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that that happens to you. That's so stressful. Thank you. Yeah, it's weird. It's just a thing that's like, see, part of me says, just lean into it and just accept that this is what I do and plan for it. Like, at different times of my life, I have, like, I'm going to leave myself some salad fixins here, you know, just so that, like, I go for And then it's, like, sort of, in, you know, if incorporated into my daily allotment of calories. Mm-hmm. Um, I could do that, but that feels like, no! I'm, and I mean, I think this is part of the problem. Like, I'm... Tr- it's that thing of, like, I'm trying to control something that is probably... Can't really be controlled just through sheer will yeah because you're not conscious during right (laughs) there's one thing to be like i'm awake i'm gonna try to stop biting my nails or for me i have to stop scrolling on stupid social media but when your brain is turned off then how it's so that's so hard yeah i just wonder maybe if maybe you should just let yourself eat more during the day i know i need to try that and see see if that helps yeah at different times of my life i've been like no i have tried and that doesn't help but right now i think it's like such a particular situation that that might be creating. And I just want to cycle back and say one thing, which is I didn't really want to admit that I'm sort of starving myself right now because I'm like, I've got to get back to my pre-pregnancy weight. I have to, cause I'm so close. And mm-hmm. like in my, for some reason it's become this goal. Like if I can get there, then I feel, then I can try to get pregnant again. And I really would, cause it's like this, like I do, like I was saying before this alternate, way of being of like hey i'm in san francisco i'm doing my sketch fest show and yeah i've put on some weight because i had a baby and i'm okay with that um i really wish that that was all like like that was what i was putting out there as opposed to um no i'm like being like the other day i was shopping which is also something i hate doing and i felt like i was gonna pass out and i'm like because I hadn't eaten, you know, mm-hmm. in like a day and a half. Um, no. Except for, it, I, I'm not doing that anymore. I just, just at that point was. Um, and I'm just like, you're a 42-year-old woman with a child mm-hmm. who, who, like, what are you doing? And also, you're, you're like, number one, you look amazing. And oh, also, stop. like, <laughs> your fans don't give I know. A I don't even know how much I give a fuck. It's, it's yeah. a weird, I feel like this is the last gasp of like the old old way of thinking mm, right um, right right that's which is what i want to recognize that you yes. know what i mean like i don't know i think when we we're when you're younger you're like oh i take all these shortcuts i just don't eat for this meal or whatever or i just i'm gonna have diet root beer for dinner <laughs> and then my pants will fit for the disco and i it's like uh, it sucks that it's like 
No, like that's not where that's like, you know, that's not where your worth is. But for some reason, as like a goal oriented person, you're like, I can do it. Right. I think that's yeah. I think that's what's happening now. Of like, you know? I just gotta do it. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but I recognize how unhealthy it is and how it's, I don't want these to be the values I stand for. Mm-hmm. They're not. It's just some weird like thing with myself. I think it's just the, I don't know. It's just, it's a control thing. And I, I'm well aware this is all super unhealthy. So all people right. who need to let me know that I, I, I know. But I Both think, mentally and physically. I think that, um, I don't know, I think we were talking about intrinsic and extrinsic values. And it's easy to set extrinsic goals that are like, get to this weight, mm-hmm. earn this much money, have this many followers, da 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 right. get this promotion. And those are all these extrinsic things that you shoot for. But the shooting for that goal and the attaining it doesn't really make you happy. You, you like the switch is to try to find something intrinsic that you enjoy doing along the way. Right. But that's like not how we're taught to have goals. Like it's, you know, that means like I really like playing softball and I love smoothies. And then before you know it, you're like, <laughs> yeah, dang, my disco pants fit. Right. Like I want to be healthy. I want to exercise because it makes me feel good. And I want to eat well because it makes me feel good. Right. And so that's all intrinsic versus extrinsic. But I think it's like so common to be like, I, I'm going to set this goal and I'm just going to, because I'm capable and smart and hardworking, I'm mm. going to get to it, even though if the goal is the garbage, because it doesn't matter. You right. know what I mean? I, I think totally get that. Just to stay on this for one more second and then I want to move on because I'm afraid that there are people who are like, I don't give a fuck. I haven't been giving a fuck for 35 minutes. Right. <laughs> um, but there's also people who I'm sure are relating and have been giving more than one fuck for 35 minutes. I think... I do um, want to try to get pregnant again. And (laughs) don't, you don't have to be involved. Yeah. You did your business already. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) I think it's such a, it it feels like losing control. So it's such a, like, I'm just going to let whatever happens happen so much um, that that's why I feel like I have to just get the control back before because if I don't, then it's like I lost control and then I'm piling on more uncontrollable, unknowable stuff on top of it. So it's just like, but it's kind of, it's silly. It's, it's not, makes it's sense really to not. Me, a, it's, it, but it's, it's such a psychological thing more than a reality thing. Mm. Okay. SFSketchFest.com. Oh, wait, no, my show is sold out. So SFSketchFest.com is not where you go for tickets to my show, but I think there might be some tickets available day of the show. Janine Garofalo and Matt Nathanson are my guests. I will also be a guest on Jordan Jesse Go on Friday night, along with Andy Richter, and on Schmanners with Travis McElroy and his wife on Sunday. And that's Friday night. It's at 1030, which I haven't been awake that late in a long time. So... Should That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll maybe. be Nibbles. Who I know. It. Who knows? <laughs> if I'm snacking, it's Nibbles. Uh, and then Schmanners, which is like 1.30, I want to say, on Sunday. Um, Chef Jeff will be there at my show. Um, and I'm very excited. I think I'm also nervous. I think that's also creating the sleep oh, issues. Um, I'm nervous. Even though I know it's going to be super fun and... I know it's going to be great. I think it's just the travel. Like I've, I haven't been away from Elliot at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be away from him from two, for two nights. And that has me like, I don't, that's, 
I'm looking forward to sleeping in, but I'm also, I feel very weird about all of that. And I haven't flown on an airplane in a long time, and I'm just out of practice being a person. So, <laughs> and there's so much being a person uh, coming up. I, I don't know if you know this. Do you know that I hired a choreographer, Allie, to <gasps> come up with a dance for me to perform at Sketchfest because I was worried that I'm not enough? Uh, tell me everything. Her name is Mindy. She's wonderful. I think that I was hoping that it would be kind of like a gag, like she would take everything super seriously. Um, and then I could tell everyone like silly things that she said. Mm-hmm. But instead, she's delightful. And to- I met with her today for just to brush up on my moves. <laughs> and I came in and I was, she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm a little stressed and I didn't sleep well. And she's like, okay, before we begin, I want to help you get grounded. And she totally like, she's like, take a deep breath, feel your, sh-. like totally like had me do this whole stretching, deep breathy thing. And then she like, I don't know. I feel like she really vibed with me and she got where I was. I feel and- like dancers have a very, um, I would say good relationship with their bodies, but um, maybe they just have, they're more in touch with their yes. bodies. I wouldn't say it's always a good one. <laughs> right. But that doesn't surprise me that she was able to like, Diet, you know, figure out how to calm you down and yeah. Do that how stuff. did you feel? What did she do? Did you meditate? How long did it last? What happened? It was probably a minute. It wasn't. It wasn't long. Okay. A, maybe a few. A few minutes. It wasn't long though. But it was like a lot of just okay. Breathe in. Breathe out. Let your arms hang, and then like you know, hold your elbows and lean forward, and like slowly just kind of like lean, o- bend over at the waist, and then mm-hmm. let your arms hang and that felt so good i could have just stayed there forever and then um like so i like dangled for a while and then i <laughs> came up you know one vertebra by, by vertebra just really slowly um and then bring up the head last and then there was some like move your head from side to side and i don't know but i was like totally ready to dance afterwards <laughs> and then like halfway through she's like see how much see how your how much more energy you have I mean, I was tired out at that point, but I totally felt like good and grounded. I, maybe I'm a dancer, you guys. You might be a dancer. Maybe. I might be. I mean, I, I don't think Mindy thinks I am. <laughs> what kind of, uh, what style of dance? Well, tap. Okay. I'm wearing tap shoes, but okay. it's not true tap. It's just like for some extra tap fun happens. Okay. It's more like Fosse style jazz. Oh, this is exciting. There's a couple of these moves and I'm, I'm sitting down, but it's like a. Okay, shoulders. there's shoulder rolling. Fo- yeah. Those are Fosse mm-hmm. shoulders. Yeah. And this is exciting. Fosse arms and then <laughs> yeah. answering the phone. This um, is a visual. <laughs> um, so how do you know, why, why do you think Mindy doesn't think that you're a natural dancer? Did she say anything? Um, or are you just getting... Like, just she'll say stuff like... Well, no, I think she said... You know, you're not a dancer. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't, you're not a dancer in there. But she means but that like you're not a trained fact. dancer. Right, right. Um, we're all dancers. Yeah. We're all dancers. We're dancing through life, mm-hmm. aren't we? I'm trying to think what she said that makes me just sort of like, okay, you know, I'm going to show you how the move should be done. But just remember when you get out there, like whatever comes out, comes out and it's going to be great. I feel like you don't say that to like a dancer, a dancer. I think you say that to someone that you are working with, but not supervising Mm. to get them to chill. Right. Right. Like just roll with it. What's important is your flow. Well, because there's been like, I'm, I'm supposed to, okay. 
in the Just Me or Everyone song, the arms should be rounded. Okay. <laughs> like okay. this. I'm doing it. Yeah, sure. But I was like locking my arms. And then she'd be like, well, I mean, that's okay. Because, you know. She just wants to get you to the answer. Yeah. Get out of your head. Goosey, yeah. Get right. out of your head. I mean, that's what you would say to anybody who's doing something. Like, <laughs> no, that's what you would say to an actor or an athlete to, you know, if they're up in their head and they're, yes. you would just say like, well, yes. whatever happens, just let it happen so that they're not so worried. And then you can start to just. I think she was trying to it. dismantle your perfectionism. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that's what I that think was. So. Way to go, she, Mindy. She's pretty great. I kind of does she miss teach her. Classes? She does. You'd be in there with like seven year olds. <laughs> well, no. It's just this is just a private lesson. However, there is like a wall of tiny ballet shoes. It's very cute. Oh, adorable. I know. Listen, my advice to Elliot is uh, if you want to be around the girls in high school, be a dancer. You will be the only dancer in dance class and you will have a ton of friends who are cute girls that's how it was in our day though maybe that there are more boys in dance maybe in la it's different but like i don't know but you have to be real secure as a boy because other boys sure did you take dance or is this just something you observed no but i was around the dancers a lot because i would do like i was like a stage crew and stuff like that and i did all that like theater stuff so i was always running their shows were you always in like all black carrying a sandbag being like, I got it, I got it, clear the way, clear the way, clear I would, the way? Like, I'd be in all black running the light board or, yeah. you know, setting up the, the lights on stage and stuff like that. So. AV dorks. Full they on. get it. Full dork. It was fun. But yeah, there would be like the one guy. And, you know, so he was in every dance and lifting the girl. I mean, it's hard work. You know, sure. And you're in a unitard on stage. You're <laughs> so. in a balls tight unitard oh, yeah. throwing around high school girls. So you got to be pretty secure. Yeah, a little bit of pressure. Yeah. But you guys, Allison Rosen is your new best friend is supported in part by care.com. The easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in the family when and where you need it. Um, I knew about care.com before they were even a sponsor because when I was pregnant, people, you know, how did you find a babysitter? How did you find a nanny? Um, and I know plenty of people who found their people on care.com. And I also know someone who babysits who has a prof, who put her profile on care.com. So I know people who have had good experiences on both sides of it. Um, it's great. You can find so many caregivers right by your home if you put in your zip code. It like brings up all these people that are right by you. And then there's a million different search filters. So you can um, be like, I only want to see people who charge this much. I don't only want to see people who have this many years of experience who are this age who just there's like a whole bunch of different criteria so you can really dial in and then when you see the profiles um there's tons of information you can watch videos you can be like i i was into you till i heard your voice i don't want you around no i'm just kidding um but it's and also background checks reference checks qualifications and certifications um you're provided with the tools to get all of that stuff um the website is super easy to use care.com is great if you need care at a minute's notice um and also care.com is not just babysitters and nannies it's like all different kinds of care so housekeepers dog walkers like a whole, there's a whole bunch of pet stuff on there. Tutors, errand runners, senior care, um, and care.com home pay experts provide tax and payroll assistance to families who employ caregivers. It's really like a great 
one-stop shop and also if a great starting point um to find the the people that you're looking for to save 30% off a care.com premium membership visit care.com/bestfriend when you subscribe that's care.com/bestfriend for 30% off a premium membership jeff yeah and everyone i had a moment where i farted and it sounded Exactly like the fart teehee drop. <laughs> teehee. It sounded did it exa- Did it do the teehee? <laughs> no, there was oh. no tee. But it was like, I was waiting for the, like, where's the teehee? I've never, it was. It was in your brain. My fart did an impression of that fart. <laughs> Where were you? Just right over there by the coffee table. <laughs> it was It was a couple days ago, but I wrote it down to something I had to mention. It was uncanny. You would have thought there was a drop playing out of my butthole. It's like, why couldn't there have been an audience? I know, that's why I'm bringing you guys into it. Mm. It was sad. Art imitates life. <laughs> is your butt an impersonator? I mean, like, I of, wish. Of people's farts? Like, this is a Jim Carrey fart. Or it's like, if you, when you hang around with people in the South or in New York, and then you wind up sort of picking up their inflection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a Southern, I, like a southern right. accent on your fart? Mm-hmm. Your fart... Your fart picked up the, the fake fart accent. That's right. That would be so interesting if like people you know in Ireland is? fart differently. It's <gasps> fart imitating life. <laughs> it really is. Oh, thank you. Good stuff. I wonder. I don't know. Maybe if you eat a lot of potatoes, mm-hmm. you've got different farts. Yeah, diet. Probably, Who right? Who knows? Yeah. In our baby class, they were saying how beans are great. If you want information that doesn't right come from a doctor but is very L.A., go to a mommy and me class or mommy and daddy me class because oh, all God. you hear about is like the kind of stuff you should feed your kid. But lots of like a real hard sell for beans. And when I hear what everyone's giving their kid... I, this actually will circle back to the topic I was trying to move away from. When I hear what everyone's giving their kid, I'm like, oh man, I, we're really behind in all the food. Um, he's like just starting to pick stuff up off the tray and feed himself, but it's pretty basic stuff. I have not given him clementines. I haven't given it's him. Because you were, you were scared he was allergic. So right. I was afraid that he had back. a food allergy because he had a reaction to so a peanut we'll product. So we giving him a food allergy because we're not introducing him to things. I did. Okay. We'll talk about that later. I have been introducing him to more things. He had banana today. <laughs> he had had... Okay. Are you supposed um, to give them peanuts so that they're not allergic to peanuts? That's the, that's that's the, the new okay. That's the new thinking. But our pediatrician said that's the new thinking and it's backfiring on a lot of people. Oy. So... I think it's just about do gradual, your, gradual introduction. I don't know. But anyway, we do have a can of beans that's been sitting in our cabinet for a while and i'm like i could pop these open and give them some beans are they like refried beans or are they no they're cannellini beans i think mm. um or italian beans. i'm not sure they're they're being they're in their their the bean formation that they were born with and then i thought but that's just gonna make him fart a ton and be uncomfortable so i'm not going to yeah because he gets gassy and then that he'll like wake up and he'll just be uncomfortable and you can I don't tell want to give him got... something that's going to be make him more gassy than he naturally they have is. that thing that baby uh, Bino. no it's oh it i may have talked about it it's uh, a, a swedish thing or a um and it you stick it up the baby's butt and then oh the it releases, windy it releases the air from their 
the windy. It's, it's windy. the same yeah. company that makes the nose Frida snot sucker. You oh, suck the snot. Fuck, man. Yeah, this is like something you stick in there. Wait, what? Does it just? I don't know. This I don't is, know this how is a we don't bridge too far for us. Yeah, I don't does know. this? Does it just keep? Like prop open their sphincters like a speculum that it just looks like, like a tube, like a, a thin tube, right? And I so I don't know how. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just, how I don't know how either. far it goes up or or what. Yeah. Why doesn't everyone just have one of these? There was a an invention in the Victorian era that you can find description like the patent description for it, where it was this thing that you would put up your anus <gasps> so that you wouldn't make a flatulence noise when you farted. It was a very classy thing, uh, like a butt plug. No, it, <laughs> it was like an open. It keeps it open. Yeah, it was like oh, it was like oh. a baby thing, but for adults. Can you imagine walking around with that? Plug. Like, uh, well, you're wearing like curtains for a dress. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Yeah, how point, does the sound even get out? How does anyone I just, even know? I would just put a noisemaker down there, like a white noise <laughs> under the dress, and then no one can hear the fart. Just put a. You could put like a boombox <laughs> under your skirt. Well, you just walk in the room. It's like. <laughs> And then, nothing. You know, nothing. Wait, what era are you in where you're putting this under your skirt? Well, obviously they didn't have electricity down there, so you yeah. would have to have like a little person making some <laughs> sort of noise. You have a little marching band down there, yeah, playing little... John Philip Sousa. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, right. but nowadays you could use electricity. If only we go back to those big, like, structured dresses, then you ladies could put noisemakers under uh, there so you could fart all day. It'd be so much easier to live <laughs> like that. Right? Yeah. Maybe that, it's that? weird. So the other day when I was shopping. For, se- oh, for seven petticoats to fulfill Daniel's yes. fantasies. <laughs> I looked around and I thought, wow, I have all these clothes from high school originally. I probably don't still have them, but I can't believe how 90s it is again. Have you noticed this? Oh, I'm so, like- I don't get out much and I don't, fashion's not my field. I get you. So you go, you walk into like a Nordstrom and you're like, this is just Sassy Magazine, 1991. Yes. Yes. I feel you. Short floral dresses, Mm. tights, boots. I get it. Pale jeans that come Mm -hmm. up high and are kind of baggy, but not not boot cut. Yeah, no. And you're like, get out of here. I did do the first time. Get out of here. I'm now that age where I did you the, the yes, I yeah. did it all the first. It's weird. It's weird to see this happening. I know. And I'm like, what happens? But why doesn't it cycle back to Victorian? Oh, God. It's so much fabric. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. We're more minimal. Why doesn't it circle back to arsenic cosmetics and stuff like that? Good (laughs) days. Maybe it will. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable, right? You have to wear corsets and stuff like that. Guy's fashion feels like it's just stagnated. It's just... It's been flannel. I think it's been flannels for 30 years. <laughs> so long. It like, really has. Like just checked patterns have been in style forever. It Five just doesn't change. Five of ones, flannels, yeah. chucks. There was a brief period where it was like, it was a screen printed dragon on your dress shirt, you know, or something like that. That oh, sort of that yeah. hardy thing kind of got in the way, but now that's trickled. Although you still see that from time to time. Well. You guys might not know this, but Daniel invented wearing cowboy shirts. Oh. <gasps> I didn't no invent one else it. did. I didn't invent it, but I was wearing vintage, mostly because I was poor, and so I would shop at like vintage clothing shops to get stuff that I could afford. And um, I've told this story. And then I was I would wear these vintagey cowboy shirts. I don't think you have. Oh, and and one of the guys at work was like, "Oh, you look like a gay cowboy." <laughs> and then the next year, he was wearing vintagey cowboy shirts. Ugh. Like, did you say anything? Yeah, I gave him a little show. Oh, he was a nice shirt. He's like, yeah, it's cool. I mean, he didn't remember saying it. <laughs> so you gave him a compliment. Yeah, he didn't realize I was being sarcastic. Right. Um, I, had a fr- I had a girlfriend like that. I was wearing a cloche 
type of a bell-shaped hat. She hated it Mm -hmm. so much that I left it in her car and she threw it away. And I was like, wow, bitch. And then (laughs) the next year she got one. And I was like, how dare you? Were you friends with her? Yes. Yeah. I mean, not currently. Right. You know, yeah. Throw my clothes away because you don't like them. That's too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's too much. But yeah, that happens. Yeah. But I mean, trends are weird like that. You see it on like one person and you're like, well, that looks cool. And then you think you invented it. But yeah, the 90s stuff, I just... Right, like I have a friend who... (sighs) My friend Corinne, who longtime listeners or viewers of the show back when it was on Ustream will know her. She says she invented horizontal striped shirts. (laughs) (laughs) I think specifically blue and white. Is she France? No, no, she's not. Because I think I think they did Europe, but I think she it. invented it here. Okay. She brought it stateside. <laughs> there are a few trends I was ahead of. I, I was ahead of the. Remember how everyone, every guy was wearing like leather tennis shoes, all leather, sort of vintagey. Oh yes, they were kind of like vintagey football shoes, almost. Yes, I know what you're talking about. They were kind of round-toed things. Um, I. I must have, you know, but the thing is, when you invent a fashion, really what you've done is you've seen someone in it and then subconsciously re- like yes, filed it away and 100%. thought, that was a good idea, but you don't, know. you know, and that's what happened. Probably. Is there anything that you like that's out there right now? Is there anything that you're like, oh, I'm going to get into so that? So not, I'm, I'm like waiting for denim jackets to really roar back into fashion. I feel like they have. I, I think they I have. I saw a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, cause I'm, ba- I can get back on that train. I just want, Right now, I'm at the stage where I just want some nice jeans, a couple nice coats, and to live somewhere where I can wear those coats. <laughs> just tonight is the only. It's oh raining in God. LA tonight. You I'm could so be happy. Outside. So I was happy. so excited. I ran around getting like all the jackets that I can never wear. I was like, I'm going to wear all of them. It's then ex- I went outside and it wasn't even cold. Yeah. The only problem with being in LA, it rains. Everyone's so excited. And it's the only day that you really, really want ramen. And it's the only day <laughs> that. Everyone really, really wants ramen, and you're like, "Damn it!" Did you get some today? No, I wanted some though, and I was like, "I can't bear those lines." You know what you need to do? The trick: switch to pho. (laughs) Uh, it's still lines there. It's still lines there. Are you kidding? They're opening a pho place near our work. Everyone's excited. I'm like, "Yeah, it's great now, but when it's a hundred degrees in August, you're not going to love it." Are you saying it that way because my brother pho shamed you? I I've always known it's pho. He didn't he didn't shame me on that. He oh, shamed no, me pad on something. Thai. Yeah, pad thai. He, it was like well, no, thai not food. pad thai. No, it was what something was it? like Thai food. Or, pho. <laughs> what was it? Vietnamese food. It definitely was, was it not Vietnamese food. Pad si you. It was something we were ordering, so it must have been Chinese or Thai food. And you said it wrong. Oh no! You know what it was? It was Tom Kagai soup. <laughs> How are you supposed to say that? I don't know. Do you remember? I have always. I'm. St- uh, look, I will. I'm sorry, uh, Thailand, but I'm going to pronounce it this way, Tom Kagai, because that's how I pronounce it. But I'm sure he pronounced it some other way. It was Dom you know, it was like no, it was no. like Dom Kagai, and I was just like, I don't know, man. It's like I, I don't speak the language. That's not, I find. I think it's more offensive when you try harder. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, I'm, I'm, look, <laughs> nobody from Thailand's going to hear me say it my way and think, "What a fucking asshole!" You know, they go, "Oh yeah, you're American. You don't speak our language." Which or is, say, "I'm sorry, wait, which is Tom, I don't know what menu item that is. Can you please say it with the right inflection?" Yeah, exactly. Happen. Come on. Well, that's interesting what you're saying because I could see someone saying, "I appreciate the effort," right. and then someone else being like, "I feel like that's a parody." 
not if talk I the guy's knew, soup, if but I, like a, like right. Italian, let's say. But I mean, if right. it's known like pho, you know, it's like, I know it, I can say it, I'll say it. But it's like Tom Kagai, I literally, I don't know what the right pronunciation is. So if I did know and I tried it and I was wrong, then it would be good effort. Do okay. you feel like you need I don't know. to take a trip to Thailand uh, to figure it out? Because if no, you but do I'd love to. and you want to stay... I'd love to stay like there a, and not be with my family. Yeah, but like not stay in a hotel, stay in like an Airbnb type situation. Um, you know, like like a owner rents out their place. You get like a really nice place. It's going to be cheaper than a hotel. And I know where you should go shopping to find where you're going to stay I in Thailand. On your, I know where you should go. Where should I go honey? when you go to Thailand? And you want to live among the locals so you can learn how to Why pronounce ever would the I want to do that correctly. <laughs> okay, fine. Then you can stay in someone's place that's um, not among the locals. Yes. Tripping.com. Sounds- it's this great website uh, that, like, it's an aggregator. So you go there, you type where you want to go, the dates you want to go, and then it, like, pulls all these results from VRBO and oh, yeah. Home Away and like there's so many of them and now. TripAdvisor yeah. and Booking.com and I'm not there's there's more that's think, a great Airbnb service. on there like and that. then you just search yeah it's really great you can spend less time planning your next trip and more time relaxing with Tripping.com the world's number one site for vacation rentals trusted by millions of travelers and featured by the New York Times Travel and Leisure Forbes and more with Tripping.com one search lets you filter compare and sort over 10 million available properties on trusted sites like VRBO, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, and more. Don't wonder if you're getting the best deal on that winter cabin or beachfront home. You'll save an average of 18% per night by booking your vacation with Tripping.com. So don't forget, if you want to save time and money while booking the perfect vacation rental for your next trip, head to Tripping.com slash best friend today. That's Tripping.com slash best friend, Tripping.com slash best friend i'm actually really i'm really happy that this exists and i know about it because the last couple times that we took a vacation where we didn't want to stay in a hotel and we wanted to just like let's stay in someone's house in palm springs i remember searching this site and then searching that site and then searching this site and mm-hmm. like also when we went skiing and we wanted to stay in a condo like going to all the different sites it's great that it's just all it's in one just spot getting now. the cheapest price it's getting the most amount of listings yeah. You know, because there's some that just do this side or just do this. So if this is an aggregator, that's great. Right. I mean, I've been wanting to go do this kind of thing for like a cabin, up, mm-hmm. you know, in the, yeah. the you know, snow and stuff like that. I uh, I was, uh, there was a friend of mine, she's, she's turning 40. Her husband's like, can you help me plan her birthday? And I was like, absolutely anything I can do. You just let me know. I love doing this stuff. Holler at me. And is then that just, true? No. As soon as I hit send, I was like, <laughs> oh, I no. hate doing that. Who, I hate who did you think you were for a moment? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to be so helpful. And I was like, I hate looking for places. I hate looking on like seven different websites. I have a really hard time deciding. I never know if I'm getting a good deal. So I was just listening, being like, oh, I'll just use that. But I don't know who I I don't know who I was. In when this, you said that. In the spirit of being helpful, I was like, I can perform kidney surgery. And then I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Who am I? I don't know. I have a hard time making decisions. That, yeah. that actually reminded <laughs> me of that birthday party we went to, that kids party that was nicer than any party I've had in my entire <laughs> yeah, life for me like, like, a, like a wedding a one year birthday party that was nicer than any p- birthday I've ever had Aww. and but she was like a, an event planner so right. it, for her it was like you know probably just 
you know, call a couple places and boom, it's yeah. this. But I don't know if you're like me. Whenever I go to something like that, I get really stressed out because I'm thinking <laughs> about what it took. Now that we've done the friggin' wedding, mm-hmm. it's just like post traumatic wedding disorder. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like all oh, the, even the balloons. Like, how did they transport the balloons? Did they have to? Get a friggin- <laughs> did they have to get a tank and fill them here? Did they get like a van? But then would it fit? It's like a huge van. And then all of this, the they had all these like Christmas stockings for every kid, and they had. Trinkets like someone had to fill those and then get the names printed. I mean, Jesus fuck! It's like I just want to go to a place <laughs> that they just got a sheet cake from Vons and it has some other kid's name on it. Well, then come to our son's cheap. birthday party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Do they have a corner at this party where you could just just silently moan to yourself and cry in the corner? That would be a great the moaning corner. Yeah, it's like oh, the new trend with events now is to have the moaning <laughs> corner. <laughs> corner. <laughs> It would have to be billed as something else, like get in touch with your emotions. Right. Whimper, the whimper, whimper room. room. Ooh, whimper room. Well, they, That's good. That's like something that would be at a rave. Like party trends, they have photo <laughs> photo booths are trendy, and then they had for a while they had palm readers. They oh. could have like a whimper box. <laughs> Just so much work. <laughs> How was your took? wedding? How long did you guys have to plan your wedding? And it was oh, a year, but we, we no, we only really had six months. What was the best or moment of your that, wedding? Four months. What was the best? So when you think about your wedding, oh, you boy. think the best <laughs> moment of the wedding. Allie, you have to understand the wedding was a, a, bad, whole is a bad thing. memory for Allison. Oh, no. I'm happy I'm married. The wedding, the like, worst day uh, of your life. <laughs> it was not the worst day of my life. It was just like. See, favorite moment for me, um, wow, that's tough. I mean, I think that I actually have never really given that any thought. I think that the wedding itself, this is going to sound cheesy, but like the actual ceremony was the best part. I mean, it was such a beautiful location. It was very emotional, just having everybody there. Um, You know, Allison was there, so that was good. (laughs) I've heard of her, yeah. We had like... This is totally cheesy. There were like two hummingbirds that were circling us. Mm-hmm. While we, we didn't were hire the them. It just yeah, happened. It was <laughs> yeah. crazy. It, it, we, and we were in like Montecito and it, which, it was oh. like gorgeous. Um, of course, Allison hated every second of it. Um, it's not true. It was a very, like an unusually sunny day. <laughs> mm. I'm not I was like, it was such I a beautiful day. Like, it, was, like, it, was, it, was it was really bright. It was really, it was very, it was very bright. Yeah. So that was good. This is why we're goth friends. You're like, <laughs> Oh, so funny. This is a fight. Not I, a fight. This is a thing that a a um angry conversation that Daniel and I have repeatedly, but we haven't had it in a long time. Which is He says, It was a beautiful day. And then I say, To me it wasn't, and then he says, It was a beautiful day. No, this then is I say, not I don't how like this goes. No, no, no. Okay, no, how does no, it go? No, no. I, because I do understand what you're saying. You're at, you're you're repeating this as though I have no idea what you're talking. about. I'm saying about. it's subjective to me it, that I do not consider that a beautiful day, well, okay. or it wasn't the kind of day I wanted. It it t- the weather was it, not what I wanted it to be. Right, I understand that the weather was not what you wanted it to be. But what I'm saying is that most people objectively would agree that that was a beautiful day. You're both right. Wait, that's not how. The, but if that's how the conversation goes, then it would it be just like okay, yeah, the end. I think it's an air quotes. That's why we haven't had the day. conversation in a long time, honey. It's an air quotes beautiful day. Yes, I don't agree. I think it's a. It, it, it's like it was. It March, early March. It was clear. It wasn't too hot. It was like 
the sun came warm. down. It was, be- it, was it was beautiful. It was a little warm, but we did it <laughs> later in the day, so it was cooling off. I'm all for cloud cover myself. I would have been fine with rain. I had even said that because <laughs> it makes everything glisten. I am like somebody a- who does not like the sunshine, but this w- it was a nice day. The hummingbirds <sighs> were a bonus. It's it was, all about the hummingbirds. It literally birds, had been raining the weekend before. Like it really came down the weekend before. Mm-hmm. So I was hopeful. So yeah, we were It'd be we, like nice and overcast and we you know. like a jade garden. With I've had to relent on this and give in to the fact that our wedding that it was, like was the shit. Desert. No, that's not what I'm saying, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. That's it was not, an awful day. I agree, very, honey. It was horrible. It was very sunny. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Can I say? There's nothing good about it. Yes. It was, I love it. I love it. It's I love not it. what I said. I just said it was very bright. Think of all of the schmucks who got married, and that was their peak, and then the rest of their life was downhill. <laughs> Look at that. You guys are going uphill the That's whole right. time. They, Some do, people, they say it's really good luck in a marriage if your wedding is total garbage. Our, our wedding was great. It was a great wedding, um, and I I know it was it was tiny, but I think it was really meaningful to the people who went. I personally had some shit that I dealt with that um, made me unhappy that day. But it didn't mean that it was a bad wedding. I think the thing about the weather is like, I totally get what you're saying. And I'm not like trying to convince you otherwise. But when when you insist that it's a bad, it was a bad day, it's like, that's one of the memories I want to hang on to that was good. Okay. So don't try to convince me. But I think because that it was a nice day. I'm about sure that. this will elicit people saying "poor Daniel" because that seems to be a theme lately. People get me is why they do that. Yeah, no, I do think you're. I do think you're both right. I think there can be, you know, there can be good soup that someone doesn't like. There totally. can be good. Like what weather. would be what would be an example of that to you? Fuck tomato soup. And if you're a vichyssoise, get out of my life. What? You just threw both Daniel and me under the bus. Mm. I mean, it's, it's What's been... What's a vichyssoise? It's potato soup. It's a cold but it, gazpacho? I don't like vichyssoise. Yeah, I love gazpacho. Oh, I, mean, I don't I like don't gazpacho love it, either. I like it. Cold soup? Either. What are you doing? Why right. are Why you here? Why do you here? exist? You're salty smoothie. Get out of my bowl. I hate you. I'm so with you on that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but I like a tomato soup? No. But Daniel tomato, likes tomato soup. soup. No. Yeah, to, see? It's a good straight, soup. But straight is it tomato tea? soup no. with, you know, grilled cheese is pretty classic comfort food. But tomato, uh, basil, that's your bisque, jam. that's a really good soup. I mean, you could have a grilled cheese sandwich and you could have a bowl of steaming hot swamp water and it would still be a good situation because there's a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like the tomato soup, incidental, but I'm yeah. still stuck on ramen. I mean, I'm still, I, it's raining. It's like, I, it feels like you should be entitled to, if it's raining in Los Angeles County, you should open up your door and there should be a thermos of ramen on I your I mean, doorstep. look, back to your original point though. Like yeah. Normally, like today here in LA, overcast, drizzly. Love it. All day. Great day to get the married. Best. <laughs> Great day to get married, I guess. But like this, I, this is what, if I could live, you know, like when I go to Seattle, like, it rains, I'm like, this is my dream. Yeah, I know. I love it. I want to live somewhere north of here, but I can't. Well, I'm glad you guys are married. Not everyone can be married. That makes one of us here. Out there. I have been divorced no times. Zero times. Zero marriages, zero divorces, man. I'm I'm over. Yep. I got got nothing. (laughs) Enjoy, Enjoy your freedom. My Instagram, I looked at it. 
I looked at some jewelry. I looked at some gems. I followed a gemologist. And now my Instagram is like, engagement rings? Do you want to look at engagement rings? Oh, do you want to look at engagement rings? What about these ones? What about oh, these God. ones? How did he propose? What did I do? And I'm like... We should be able to adjust the damn algorithm, yeah. right? <gasps> it's the worst. Well, now it's, it's similarly like I will get baby diapers or just baby stuff. Yeah, I get a lot of... Or I'll go on like... Diapers. I'll go, oh, I need to get some shipping boxes you know like i need to look i need to get some envelopes and then it's like every website i go to it's like oh do you want these vanilla uh, manila envelope? what do you call this vanilla, <laughs> vanilla envelope envelopes. Vanilla. Vanilla? Oh, i would totally love vanilla envelopes you want Ooh, look at this it's a six by eight cardboard box D- does this tempt you to come over to amazon.com and it's like they're like we know you have a shipping fetish yeah I'm like i'm not that into it at one time at least it's not. At least it's not engagement rings. You have to admit that. Though. That's pretty. That seems. I'll like, look at boxes all day long. I'm. I'm like, yeah. Like, ooh, what are the boxes? Like, what do they look like? That How seems like can- to get the engagement ring ad package. A person should have to. There should be multiple. You should criteria. have to opt in. Yeah. You should. You should opt have in. to like. Instagram should be like. What? I'm sorry. What are your trigger warnings? You should have to like. <laughs> yes. Like being over forty and single. Like everything. Yeah. <laughs> on the thing. Switch it to the Ben and Jerry's ad package. <laughs> Um, okay, so we don't have time to do full iTunes comment of the week, so let's just read the... N- no, you know what? We do. I was going to say, let's just read the negative, because that's the more fun one, but mm-hmm. let's do... We can do pause and neg, and then we're just going to do a, a bridge, just me or everyone. I'm sure Jeff does. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments, and don't forget to click five stars. Who wants to read positive? Who wants to read negative? We'll do positive first. Can I do positive? Yes. Okay. I just want to. I want to breathe some sunshine into your review space. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Drew Digger, my favorite podcast. Um, Drew Digger says I first discovered Allison in 2014 when she was a guest co-host on Shane Dawson's podcast. I loved her on there, and I came to her show to see what she was all about. I initially stuck to the Monday show. Since the Thursday crew at the time was already established, I didn't know who everyone was. After the Thursday gang was reformed with the Daniel Jeff uh, hashtag AI or hashtag Al. Al. I'm so sorry. I fucked that up. That's okay. Um, Jenna, Greg Group, I decided to give the Thursday show a chance and now those episodes are my favorites. It's not uncommon for me to find myself laughing until I can't breathe when one uh, when listening to the Thursday show, even with the newest shakeups with people moving and getting new jobs, I still love the rotating Thursday show guests and everyone has wonderful chemistry with each other. Thank you guys for entertaining me each week. And I hope ev- I hope anyone that finds this podcast will give it a chance and love it just as much as I do. Five Hello. stars. Thank really you nice. so much. That's the nicest comment that's very sweet. Thank True you. Digger. Well, here's, True Digger. Here's someone that found the podcast and didn't agree. <laughs> oh. Yum. By Butum. I love how, by the way, it's like they have a title for their mm-hmm. post and then buy. It's like as though this is yes, a something work, I published. A work of prose. <clears throat> yum. Yum. <laughs> this is yum. By Butum. Open mic at the uh, coffee shop. Allison knows you don't like chewing directly into the microphone. That's why she does it as a hilarious joke, because that's what this show is. That kind of stuff. <laughs> Listen, bottom. 
I've never chewed into the mic. I know what they're I think talking he's, about. I do. It's this. It's that. Oh, he's hey, Buttam, it's I think drop. He's taking the dr- Yeah. But I think uh, not to I mean, defend Buttam, but it, he's, he or she is saying it's that kind of stuff. Honey. Well. It's, it's in that. It's of that ilk. Yeah, it is. This show is it's, that kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> they can't argue with it. It, it. it is that kind of thing. Dost thou detest the chew? It's yeah. that ilk of a shoe. But is this two stars? I mean, they like it well enough yeah, to give it, it well more enough. than one star, which... There yeah. was this other negative comment that was hilarious, but crazy. And I was so tempted to read it, but it was just like something... I'm like, I don't know if the reading of negative comments should include like, here's one from someone who's... Mentally unstable. Possibly mentally unstable. But it was just like... It was all about how... I've never experienced pleasure and like, wow. sure, I've slept with hundreds of, not true, but like hundreds of guys. Sure, you to have? Ma- yeah, oh. but, and I, I'm, I'm happy to talk about that, but have I ever talked about how I've ever experienced pleasure? She should have a therapist show her and like, it was just wow. like too sexual, but it was from a woman. It was kind of creeped me out, Were they but it was kind of like, hilarious. Focus on the pleasure part of sex and not the, the amount no, they were saying a- that I have to listen to other people describe pleasure because clearly I've never experienced true pleasure and that like I should focus on that. Oh yeah, it, like oh. it's uh, what like I don't I don't know. I forget what the point was. The point was just like a bunch of insults and also like clearly I've never experienced pleasure and I should have my therapist show me and then it's become too much hard. It's it's too hard to listen to me or something. Are you ever worried that by reading the negative comments, yes. you get more of them? Yes. I have thankfully not found that to be the case. Okay, good. But I started it a long time ago. It was Daniel's idea, actually. No, Hey, Go Fuck Yourself was your idea. <laughs> we, had a segment called, we had a segment called Hey, Go Fuck Yourself. We were getting a lot of haters at a certain point because of events. No, it, was, was this was before it? you were on the show. When I was just getting hate. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was when I was on. Yeah, it was when I was on Corolla's show. I think because there were a lot of his fans that would come over or something. Right. The internet can be a dark, dark, stinky place. Yeah. Yeah. So we started. Hey, go fuck yourself. Because I would like mention comments that bother. I was more. I was more bothered by comments then than I am now. By the way, a lot of our listeners came from there that are good too i'm not yes yeah, whatever. so i love your listeners they're the best yeah, they're they're, they are great. the best and a whole bunch of them are going up they're flying up to san francisco ah! it's i love it mm-hmm. are you ready for all of the hugs that you are going to give and get i feel like i am you're gonna get so many hugs although your hair smells so good i feel Thank like you. i need to get your hair scent going what's for the, the hugs well okay so i I washed my hair. Big, it was a big deal. Oh, nice. um, but what you might be smelling, oh boy, you guys, oh boy, do I have a secret for you? Did you roll around in a field of poppies? <laughs> valerian root? Yeah. Worse. Um, I do want you to smell some of this valerian root. Next time I'm on, I'm going to bring it. Okay. I'm going to make you take a whiff of it. It makes you seem like a baby, but it does smell like fossilized turds. Okay. So this, um, what I might smell like, though, is I was reading this article on the New York Times. It was about a scent boutique in Manhattan. 
And what happens is you just go in and you smell some ramekins and they won't tell you what scent is what. They mm. won't tell you what's a designer. To figure out what your, your scent profile your is. Your yeah. palette is. But without, without the noise of like packaging and like mm. celebrity endorsements. And so, and you know, expense. So you just go in. And they're like, they handed you Elizabeth Taylor's white diamonds. <laughs> oh my God. I, I 100% wore that in the 90s. Thank you so much. When I smell it, I'm still like, I, I like half of my face starts to twitch. It's just like that and Elizabeth. Elizabeth Arden Red Door. It was a big mm. one. But no Lancome Tresor. Oh my God, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Clinique Happy is just like migraine juice. Mm. Like you can't put it on without getting it back. It's like, yeah. the, but if you ever need to get out of something, just smell Clinique Happy and then you're just like, I'm sorry, I'm having a brain hemorrhage. Anyway. Or just say, I'm sorry, I'm having a brain hemorrhage without actually giving yourself the migraine. Uh, that's, that's that's a very good point. I hadn't thought about not lying. It's <laughs> a good, or yeah. lying. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I read this article. I didn't go to this boutique, but I read about it. And they said that the one scent that is the most popular, hands down, and there's expensive stuff, whatever, is Pitbull's fragrance called Man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you serious? (laughs) And I think that's what it's called. uh, You mean popular in that people accidentally choose it. People are like, what is this dark musky orchid it's got some vanilla and sandalwood <sighs> people fucking love it this is pitbull's nutsack <laughs> <laughs> wait what's it called man bomb i think it's called man just man, man. i man think bomb. so <laughs> i love pitbull he has that move where he's wearing the tuxedo but he has the collar undone it's Ooh. like oh man i just got done doing a set or i'm mm-hmm. just on my way to doing a set but he's never at the set right. where he has a tie <laughs> ah that's the most biz cash you can get really um so he anyway uh i have a friend who's really into cologne i bought him some as a joke but don't think i didn't try it you guys is that what i'm smelling it might be what you're smelling it It might really smells good but it doesn't smell musky it smells like fruity okay i don't know next time i'll I'll bring i'll bring over we'll have a sniff test valerian root and i'll spray some pitbull from it on a kerchief for you i do like dracar and cool water. I like those kind of scents. I think they smell good. I know Daniel's like, because you like douchebags. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll say, I will say like a lot. There are some Axe scents that aren't those bad. smell good, too. Yeah. You they know? need a rebrand so bad. It, they really? They really. It's like you can't. I, I once was at a party and I opened up their medicine cabinet and they had some in there. And I laughed for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and like, why? It's not fair. Yeah. Anyway, that might be what I smell like. Now is it? Well, you smell good. Is it Thanks. called men for men, or is it men for women? I don't know. I think that we've learned from the olfactory boutique in Manhattan that scent is universal. Mm-hmm. But CK one tried to make everyone know that. Y- mm. I mean, I, I would think that the smell industry would have us believe that women aren't as into musky, like sandalwoody, leathery, tobaccoy. They're wrong. Yeah, I think they're wrong. I mean, look at the look at a. Uh, what is it? Lalabo Santal number thirty three was the scent of the last several years, and it's it? finally on the decline. Who would? Where did we go? Where Lalabo was the pro? Where the hotel? Fairmont was it? The Fairmont. It's yeah. so ex- and it's like ninety dollars for like a tiny bit of it, and it just it smells like a one of those pine trees in a taxi, but better. <laughs> now, when is High Karate or Paco Rabanne going to come back? Because those were <laughs> my time. Brute are, by they, are they are they hip yet? Is that coming? I don't back? think is it's that... come back. Right. I think that you should be able to purchase a pair of high waisted jeans and get like some Love's Baby Soft in the pocket already or something. Mm. You know what I mean? What I can't stand though, high waisted jeans, crop top, get out of my life with the soup, cold soup. <laughs> 
I crop do, tops. High waisted jeans. Sun. That's just, that just was sun. Down. Yes. I do like that there are certain Pleasure. scents that if you smell them, it's like it takes you back. I to know. A particular time. Like if I smell polo. Oh my God. The, uh, the green bottle. Mm-hmm. I'm back in the 80s. Like it is the smell of my teens. You know? there's, there's something about, um, apparently, and I read this in Mary Roach's book, Gulp, which is just about like digestion and stuff. It's just about juicy, juicy guts. But apparently, <laughs> when you smell things, your brain oftentimes doesn't know what it is until it goes back in like the file cabinet and finds a memory and is like, oh, yeah, that's what that is. Like mm. the memory, it's linked so closely to memory. That's really interesting. That like it, it's unlike just seeing something. If I see a heart, I'm like, okay, that's a heart. That's not like, when was the last time I saw a heart like that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. anyway, so there's something crazy about scent and memory. Yeah, because I will smell things and not know immediately what it is. You're just like, what is that? And it's like, that's an orange, you know, but mm. you just, it takes you a while to... Like, when was the last time? Yeah, I don't know. I have a huh. friend who doesn't uh, have a sense of of smell, and he can't taste much. So he just born without it. Yeah, but you could fart around him all the time. It's great. It's great. That person should have a uh, a thing where he makes friends with flat, really flatulent yeah. people that can't have other friends. Yeah, like, I know. There should be a yeah. There should a be service. a charity service. Yeah. yeah, there should be. Well, disrupt the app industry, you guys, and just make <laughs> make one of those. <laughs> Farty pants. It's an Uber. Can you guys say that pairs- disrupt sincerely? I don't think I can. No, I can't. No. Yeah, I It'd can't. Fartster. F R T S T R. That's right. Should we do um, one? Just me or everyone? Sure. Let's hear it. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? It's good to do. Thank you. Someone had to do that. Okay. Um, now I'm just going through and, and picking out which one I'm... Oh, well, this kind of ties in with something we talked about on an earlier episode. Panda says, I think the taste of artificial grape is probably the unadulterated form of beaver butt when used as natural flavoring. No, because there there actually is an answer to that, which is it's... um. It's vanilla and strawberry. strawberry. Yeah. yeah, we have a listener who's in the flavor industry who tweeted me, and I was too excited to <gasps> a- and like nervous to ask her any questions. I just <gasps> tweeted back exclamation points. But <laughs> but let us know what they use the beaver butt for. Yeah, well, I, I thought awesome we had to know. Yeah, yeah I think it's but strawberry. I feel like this person is saying artificial grape is a gross flavor, right? I think that's maybe the just their way of saying it. But I and have I agree to disagree. With that. I know this is one of the major sticking points in our marriage. Yeah. I think great artificial grape is the best of the candy fruit flavors. Love oh. it. I love it. Thank you, right? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. And you know who else loves it? Because a lot of people go, oh, cherry is the best. It's like, fuck you. Grape's the best. Ch- uh, infant. Uh, uh, who likes it the most is Elliot. And that <gasps> is pure. That shit ain't based on society's pressures. This is like... He's just decided it's better. What I was going to say is children's Tylenol, infant Tylenol, children's Tylenol mm-hmm. comes in grape and cherry. So whenever he seems to like the grape better, he Daniel walks a little taller. He definitely prefers the grape. He took he, the cherry fine recently. He Well, listen, cherry's fine because it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. By the way, a couple things. I want to bring back the word fine to mean fine. Okay. <laughs> I feel like fuck so, you. <laughs> or no, to mean like good. Like okay. I, I there's so many times when I would like I saw Moana, right? Mm-hmm. It was fine. 
But I can't tweet. I can't tweet that because people might think I'm like complimenting it. Oh, it's fine. Like, oh, it's fine. Like it, foin. Yeah, but no, it's 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 fine. So it's, you're you know? saying you it's want just fine. fine to go from being accurate to inaccurate. I want to. I want fine to be an, a de, a definitive neutral statement. Like okay, a, like an emphatic neutral. Okay, okay. Like it's fine. Like it's just fine. Yeah. How was Last Jedi? It was fine. Oh. It was fine. Was that the last one? Yeah. Was it fine? It was I fine. It. Okay. I actually might be leaning towards it was good, but it, I just saw it. Um. So anyway, what were we, what were we talking about before? Uh, beaver artificial butts. grape. Artificial grape. Jeff, you didn't weigh in on your feelings about artificial grape. I like artificial grape. I strongly dislike artificial cherry. Interesting. Strongly not into it. When I when I was uh, puking my guts out and eating nothing but popsicles for three days, <laughs> I had got the variety packs of them, and my freezer was filled with just cherry popsicles. Did you eat the banana ones? Because the banana ones are vile. I didn't have any of the banana ones. Fake banana is pretty bad. Fake mm-hmm. bananas. The worst. But like a banana runt, I could be okay with. Mm. You know what's funny about the children's Tylenol is they tell. they they have it in a in a bottle, okay, with a hole in the top, and you take a syringe that they provide that you. they provide, and you stick it in, and then you turn it upside down, and you you pull the plunger, and okay, it serves the purpose of you can like s- s- stick it in the baby's mouth. They're not going to want to take it, so you got to like s- get it in the mouth and then squirt it into their mouth. So it serves, but it's also like. You feel like you're doing drugs. No, you feel like a nurse. Yeah, like you feel it makes you feel like you're doing something medical to mm-hmm. help your child. Like, oh, they has got a full. I'm gonna just get the syringe out and pull the thing, and it's just fucking Tylenol. It's pretty clever, Mark. Do you ever give the syringe a little tap? Yeah, right, yeah. Get the air he bubbles like, out. Get the, the air bubbles out. You know, and then just, but it's just fucking su- sugar. You're in tunnel. full scrubs. <laughs> Unscrub in. Doing a lot of that thing where he holds his yeah. hands up in the air like they're sterile. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking in short. Technical sentences. Stat. <laughs> Hire someone to like, you know, dab your hands and then give you the equipment. Yeah, no, it's... It's fine. Stat. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Well, this is making me hungry for medicine, guys. I'm going to get some grape-flavored ramen. It's going to be great. So, where... Okay, so you is grape your favorite artificial flavor? I would say watermelon. Oh my god! Ooh, Are you really Jolly Rancher watermelon? Hell Daniel yeah! Daniel is a big fan of artificial and real watermelon. Um, I think it's so good. Great. Remember when they first came out with like watermelon hubba bubba? Oh yes! What is life? By this the way, is best. I feel like I, Daniel knows where he was when they first came <laughs> out with it okay. from that reaction. Hubba bubba and bubble yum and that shit w- was like ninety percent of my life for you know a certain age range, and then nothing. You know, nobody's got a pack a hubba bubba in their briefcase nobody's like <laughs> chomping down on the watermelon bubble yum no it's that's, not happening it's cigarettes for kids it's I essentially guess, like yeah. before you can be addicted to anything else it's like you pick up a pack at the store but do are do kids chew that shit now i feel like kids are too good for it or something i think you they mean, vape they yeah vape. <laughs> watermelon vape they have that i think they hookah they hookah and vape and sex at the same time. They have watermelon filters on Snapchat. Oh, that like <laughs> flavored tobacco and a hoop. Oh, yeah. That bark. like peach flavored. Yeah, it's smoking it out of like weird uh, aluminum foil. You're like, is that going to kill you? Oh. I just did a, I was just researching an episode about the things that kill you. And I learned a lot of interesting stuff about so things what that kill you. So what don't we know? Is it like bacteria that you inhale and stuff? Is no, that- I was doing, I was doing a, a 
I was doing a fun episode on cancer, but I just all the carcinogens and like I would I interviewed like an oncologist who was like, oh boy, all the stuff we don't know about. It's like I asked him about diet sodas. What did oh, he say? No. He said, "Get it out of your mouth." What? Yeah, and I was like, "God dang it!" I had to, I had one like yesterday. Um, he, yeah, and what? So I know he was like, which, which all, all the artificial sweeteners? Um, pretty much. Yeah, he's an oncologist. Yeah, like a practicing oncologist. Yes. yes. Like at the Mayo Clinic, like, but isn't like the comes up with something cures. worse than that? Sugar, <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Wait, yes. this is really a Mayo Clinic oncologist? Yeah, who yeah. said not to drink artificial sweetener? Yep. Yep. Oh, this is life-changing for I know, me. I know. Um, maybe that's why you're so hungry in the middle of the night. It definitely fucks up with your uh, fucks with your insulin. Just saying. Wait, really? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. I, I, I was, thought that that had been... What? You're in, your body's like, oh, okay, great, sweet. So then it puts out some insulin because it's like, there's going to be a donut. I thought your body knows it's not sugar. I thought that's the whole point. Mm-mm. Doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. Is this what your oncologist said? Or well, is this what you know. The onco- I was doing some research after he said that because I have these the sides, and so I go do some deep digging. So I did. I and I was looking it up because I I like because I thought that it's safe for diabetics because it doesn't affect your blood sugar. Well, they diabetics don't produce surges of insulin the way that if you're not diabetic, right? You know what I mean. Yeah. So if you're not, and again, not I'm no endocrinologist here, people, but um. Do not I've, take your medical advice from this show. Do not take your medical, <laughs> but yeah, but like you, um, yeah, you put out insulin to get the blood sugar out of your blood. Right. But if there's no sugar, then your your insulin makes your blood glucose drop, which makes you hungry. So then you keep going back for more things right. and sodas and da, da 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 da, and then it. So um, anyway, it can end up messing with your like your hunger signals. Well, that's for sure happening to me. Could could. Could, could be. be. So, so I've anyway. tried not to drink any since that. But yeah, he was. But it, it was going to be hard for me. All You're, kinds of stuff like sawdust and salted fish and like all kinds of weird. I'm like, ah. These are all going to cause cancer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. So many things. What? Well, I would love to see this guy's diet, though. I know. I did. We talked about the best diet, and he he told me about these areas in the world that are called blue zones, where the people live the longest. Mm. Most of them are islands, and they're like. There's like one island in Greece has no clocks and no mortgages. And I'm like, well, duh, you live forever. You're already in heaven. You're pretty right. much dead and in heaven. But um, Are there fewer cars on these islands? Probably, yeah. But then there's this one blue zone that's in Loma Linda, California, which is like what? so weird. And it's just like a bunch of seven, Seventh-day Adventists who eat a bunch of beans and like have a chill lifestyle. And they have like this super healthy okay. way to live. Can I just say, and let me be delicate about this. The Golden Globes were last night. Uh-huh. Did you watch? I did watch some of them. Kirk Douglas was out there. Oh, boy, yeah. He's 101 years old. He sure is. So you would put him in the blue category. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm I'm just saying I'm not sure that those are your golden years. I see what you're saying. There they is... look like agonizing, horrible, torturous years. I know, but I guess... I in... want them. I don't care. I'm greedy. Until you get to be 98... And ask, like, <laughs> right. well, you want to keep going or not? Are you in or are you out, you know? But, I mean, I, everyone I've ever known who hits, like, that age are like, get me out. I'm done. <laughs> How I'm many people have done. you known that are that old? Just a couple. <laughs> I think that in the future, the way that we decide, like, when we're going to have a baby and, and you know, the way that we orchestrate that, we'll do that with death. A hundred percent. We'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm out of here. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You peace out. It won't be like, <gasps> what? Well, yeah. You decided. I think it'll... 
be like as commonplace as like planning family planning and stuff. Have you done that thing where you try to imagine living forever and like your brain just can't do it? Mm-hmm. Like, like forever, forever? Yeah, like, like forever, forever. Like the sun overtakes the earth and you're just floating in outer space because it's forever? I haven't worked out the details. I'm just saying that, the notion the of living forever. And I don't mean... Because it's like my... Because I think just we think in a linear fashion, it's like my there's like an end point. Like, oh, all the way to the end. No, there would be like just in perpetuity. Well, you can't fathom Well, just it, the idea truly. of forever is something you mean. Just regardless of whether you're going to live forever. No, I can. I think like I can. In, the concept of infinity and forever I can do. The idea of being alive live, for it. Be, being alive for it like makes my gives me a weird right. feeling in my stomach. Oh, you know what that's called? Mm. What is it called? I found out what this is called. I had a cosmologist on. I asked her about this. It's called cosmic vertigo. Yes. It's when you get when you get like ricky ricky about like yeah. uh, about like the infinite time yeah. and places uh-huh. and stuff. That kind of weird existential creepiness is called cosmic vertigo. I love that. It's like now you've I know. reached the the limits of what your brain can process. Yeah. No. Yeah. And you're I just know. pressed up against the limit. What if you hate Feeling your personality vertigo. and you're like, oh, I have to live as me forever when you can get recycled into I, a frog or something? I fully wouldn't, though. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, if, when I think about being immortal, I just think like, well, I would divide it into eras. Oh, yeah. Makeover so, city. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be like this kind of person for a while and then I would, you know, become this kind of person and, you know, no one who knew me would still be alive. So yeah. I could just change over and have a whole string of wives and it'd be great. I think that, and I heard that, I think that <laughs> what gives your life meaning is the knowledge that it's so impermanent. That's right. really what I think is like, but if you sucks. were to live forever, like, if you were to live forever for real, you'd just be the laziest person on earth because I mean, I'm already no working on that. Death gives urgency to your life. Death m- makes it so that you have to do stuff because you're going to die, you know, and it, it's, useful in that way right if, if you didn't have that urgency you'd probably just be like mm. right i talked to a thanatologist studies death and mm. uh we were talking and it, it was likened to like being at disneyland and like you're not at disneyland every day so when you're there you're like this is pretty great but you know like there's having in having a finite amount of time does make you appreciate things more but i mean i don't know i always just take solace in the fact that like your molecules are recycled from other stuff you know so like you're, you're you right. were a thing before your molecules aren't going anywhere they're just reordered into your energy like, yeah. isn't going to go anywhere it just gets recycled yeah isn't that weird i'm more at, i do feel peace when i think of it that way but I'm more attached to my consciousness than my molecules. That's your ego. That's the, yeah. That One works. day they'll just download them. <laughs> <laughs> All your consciousness into will Into a just, duck. Yeah, they'll live in an AI and then they'll put them into a duck. Right. Who uh, so, knows? But so wait, but if that happened, then that's me experiencing life as AI and as I a See, duck. I don't buy that. They say that. They, <laughs> they're saying like, I'm oh, we'll be it. able to download our, our consciousness into machines. It's like, no, you'll only be able to download the information and the simulation of you. It's not like you will perpetuate into a machine. I don't believe that. I don't know. But what are you if not your thoughts? Uh, who knows? But it, but whatever it is is in this body. This well, doesn't like that get transferred exper- into a computer. What it, the experience of you. it's sort of like Westworld in a way. Like what is you know like it's like the experience of you, and not for, for from from within. You're saying that the characters on Westworld are the experience of me. That's I feel like you get me. My lost. 
Yeah, I, I feel like I lost everyone with what I was saying. But I want to tell you guys, if you need more of this, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. There's bonus episodes, different reward levels, live stream, interactive, uh, merch in the mail. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. Um, I have a dog to tell you about. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside. You come inside. With poop on your butt. With poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 That's what you are. That's what you are. Beignet is a shepherd and lab mix up for adoption at Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge. He's a big, beautiful boy with a gorgeous cream-colored coat. Be sure to take a peek at his pointy ears to see a couple cute black polka dots. At about three years old and a solid 68 pounds, Beignet can be active for a run or walk, but is just as content to relax. Listeners can learn more about this gentle guy by using the tiny URL tinyurl.com slash adopt beignet and it's b-e-i-g-n-e-t i'll put a link in the uh summary of this episode on my website allison rosen and also the woman Catherine, who is great who's been sending um who's been volunteering at friends of the animals baton rouge and sending these in her work situation is changing so she's not going to be there as much so there's an opportunity for someone who is affiliated with a shelter or rescue organization um if they want me to feature their dogs Get in touch with me. Let me know um, because I want to. And, and also, I would like to feature cats. I'll feature, hey, if you're an animal and you're up for adoption or available for foster, what have you, let me know if you want to be on this show. I, uh, I, I sense like a Disney movie happening right here where they they hear this podcast and the, they have to figure out how to get a letter to you so they right. get adopted. Yeah, like, hey, do you do you write? I don't. I'm a horse. Do you write? No, I'm a pig. Yeah. Like that. Right, and then like they have to get a goose to hold the pencil and the beak or something. This I horrible. see it too. Um, You're a duck in the AI. Just yeah, like, just email them. <laughs> right, text. Um, oh yeah, I know what I was going to say. Sometimes there's confusion about how to get your just me or everyone's to the show. Tweet them to a r i y n b f and use the hashtag j m o e. You can also tweet them at real Donald Trump. Don't tweet your JMOs. <laughs> he loves the uh, he loves just me and everyone's. No, that's a waste of JMOs. All right, don't do that. Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel, you can find me at Daniel Quants Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. I'm so bored. I'm drinking bleach. I'm so bored, I'm drinking bleach. I'm so bored, I'm drinking bleach. I'm, I am not drinking bleach. Yet. Yet. Maybe after this show. Uh, and hey, uh, I know Christmas is over, but you could still use a eat a bag of dicks pin, right? Well, they're available at the website qzart.bigcartel.com. Quants. Yeah, and t-shirts. Yes, my t-shirts are there too. And then also uh, go to allisonrosen.com/store 
or just go to my website and hit the store tab because I, but I think that was the right address that I gave you. Um, there's t-shirts, ringtones, etc. cetera. Allie, where do we find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter as Allie Ward, A-L-I-E-W-A-R-D. And my podcast is called Ologies. It's a different ologist every episode. This week, it's a hematologist. So we're talking about blood. But there is cosmology, thanatology, death, the cosmos. That's all. All up there, you guys. It's sometimes heavy, and then sometimes I'll have a cosmetology episode. We'll just talk about eyelashes, whatever. <laughs> but no Scientology. No, I want to have a Scientologist on, but not until I'm ready to get assassinated. Because you never know. <laughs> you never know. No, I just, it's a sticky sitch. But I do. One, one day I want to have someone. And also an astrologist. An astrologer. Astrologist. Oh, yeah. Read yeah. my cards. Tell me my what's in my house of Pluto. That's why my hair looks like this. I don't know. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter at, at by the way, my allergy, like I just, something just happened in my face allergy wise. So <laughs> pardon me. That's, listen, buttum. <laughs> that wasn't, this is not me. AllisonRosen.com. Uh, why am I, I mean, yes, that's my website, but at AllisonRosen on Twitter, at Allison Rosen on Instagram. A-R-I-Y-M-B-F is the show's Twitter feed. Come see me at Sketchfest. I feel like I'm forgetting something I normally plug, but oh well. Um, thank you so much for being on the show, Allie. Thank and Daniel and Jeff. Me. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time. Now we gotta go